Well, let's talk about the parts that nobody wants to be. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 20 through 31 said, But now indeed there are many members, yet one body. And the eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you, nor again the head to the feet, I have no need of you. No, much rather those members of the body which seem to be weaker are necessary. And those members of the body which we think are less honorable, on these we bestow greater honor and on our unpresentable parts have greater modesty. But our presentable parts have no need. But God composed the body, having given greater honor to that part which lacks it, that there should be no schism in the body, but that the members should have the same care for one another. And if one member suffers, all members suffer with it. Or if one member is honored, all the members rejoice with it. Now you are the body of Christ, and members individually. And God has appointed these in the church, first apostles, second prophets, third teachers, after that miracles, then gifts of healing, helps, administration, varieties of tongues. Are all apostles? Are all prophets? Are all teachers? Are all workers of miracles? Do all have gifts of healing? Do all speak with tongues? Do all interpret? But earnestly desire the best gifts, and yet I show you a more excellent way. Before I accepted Jesus as my Savior, the girl that I was dating in high school and I were riding with my parents in their car, and I told her, I don't know why, but I have a feeling I'm supposed to be a preacher. She said, well, do it. And my response was simple. You have to be kidding. Who would listen to me knowing what I've done and who I am and what I've been? I and she both knew how I was living. And no one would have ever thought of Roy as a preacher. They wouldn't have put those two together. They'd have thought, well, Roy needs a preacher, but Roy a preacher? No, that would never happen. I grew up in a rural church, but I didn't know the Lord. And after I accepted the Lord as my Savior, I began to feel the tug to ministry on my heart. I resisted. I gave every argument I could think of as to why that was a bad idea, and I sought to dismiss it, but it wouldn't go away. I told my pastor that I was going to pursue teaching and Christian counseling because that was a need that was great in in the world, and with the proper training, I could see myself addressing and, and fitting into that slot. He just smiled and said nothing. It was as if he knew inside that I was simply kicking against the pricks, and in time, I would come around to what God truly wanted. I didn't want to be in front, because I considered that too weighty a responsibility. Most of my life, I found myself being pressed into a leadership role most of the times I didn't want to be. However, I considered the call to preach incredibly frightening. In fact, it was terrifying. I resisted speaking publicly in high school, even though my English teacher continually pleaded with me to join the drama team and and into extemporaneously speaking, but I resisted. Most people don't believe it, but I was shy, and standing in front of people was uncomfortable. I wanted no part of it. My early Christian experience, in my early Christian experience, I sought to be in the shadows, and I wanted to do tasks that nobody else wanted to do and assume roles that other people considered beneath them. But God would have none of that, and through a series of events uh, that were undeniable to me, he impressed upon me that my call was to preach, and when I opened my heart to what he opened, the, then he began to open the doors of opportunity. 
Too many people want to be the body part in Christ that's visible and praised and seemed deemed to be important. Many want to be the apostle. They want to be the prophet, the evangelist, the pastor, or the teacher, and be up front and be seen. We want to be the comely parts, but nobody wants to be the little toe. The human body needs all of its members to function in harmony, and each part is important to the overall function of that body, and the same is true in the body of Christ. Every human body has a head, and every human body has armpit. And I'm not trying to call anybody into the role in the body of Christ as armpit ministry, but I ask you to consider the truth of that imagery. I've observed people who self-label themselves as apostles or prophets or something else. And if you're something, if you have a gift, then you'll function in that gift and that calling, and you won't have to tell anybody what particular gift and ministry you have, they'll know it because God will make it known through your function. Therefore, rather than striving to be the part that's recognized and praised and lauded and doted over, desire to be what God wants you to be, seek to fulfill your calling. And although you may function in a little known, little observed, and little appreciated role for a time, in your faithfulness, God may and probably will promote you to a larger role. Don't seek to be something because it appears to be a more, more important or have greater visibility. Seek to be who God called you to be and accept that responsibility. If God does not open the door or has not ordained you to function in that role, you will fail and likely do more harm than good. So be who he's called you to be and rejoice in that call. Everybody cannot ride the horse. Some have to shovel the manure. God bless you richly as you go through your day. Amen.